eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're seeing here in this series, this is the first time I think, yes, this is the first time we've locked up since the Castillo trade. This is the first time the Mariners have Mm -hmm. come back to Cincinnati with some of your Cincinnati Reds. So here's a question for you. Let's just go back uh, to uh, spring training 2022. Uh, How'd you feel about that trade when you guys sent over uh, rye bread and mustard uh, 2022 whipping boy uh, uh, award winner, Jesse Winker and uh, uh, Eugenio Suarez. And in return, I think you guys got Justin Dunn, Jake Fraley, and did you get Williamson? Did he come in that trade, you guys? Uh huh. And you're forgetting one more. And one more, Connor Phillips. Connor he Phillips. He was the player who in labor. Yep. Um, at first, I mean, we were pretty upset because 2021, we were so close. You know, we were finally over 500, and we felt like we were getting over the hump. But um, it, it, as soon as the lockout happened, those trades happened. So it was just this immediate like. You know, we're going up the hill on the roller coaster. We're like, this could be a good team. We've got all these guys in place. Most of them are coming back. Maybe they'll add a one or two small pieces. And then, boom, a Eugenio. You know, Cincinnati, one of Cincinnati's favorite boys. Him and Winker. Yeah. Like, they grew up in our farm. Like, you know, Winker grew up in our farm system. And a Eugenio came over with the Alfredo Simon trade, but still, like, you know, came up in 17, 18, 19. And we really, you know, bonded with those guys. I was I was bummed at first and then I sat down to think about it, you know, before I made a harsh reaction or went crazy. I was like, you know, Nick Kroll knows what he's doing. Jesse Winker has a is an injury history. Who knows? This is the peak value here. And you're getting a you off the books and you're basically trading, you know, to get a Suarez to be Kyle Seeger 2.0, which is what's happened. Mm-hmm. Dingers yeah, blocks. Yeah. And strikeouts so and a lot of rbis i was like all right but it's a lot of young haul young it's a young haul a lot of young pitching so we'll see how it plays out justin dunn hasn't worked but justin dunn has pitched maybe 12 times in the majors he, that guy's always hurt he was hurt mm-hmm. with you guys fairly often. yeah he was so. he was in 2021 he was i don't know yes 2021 uh the year that we were a little bit ahead of schedule there seegers last year justin dunn up to his Injury was the best pitcher on the Mariners that was healthy, that was playing, and then he went yeah. away. And then, yeah, it was you know, Marco and uh, um, 
Tyler Anders or sorry, Tyler Anderson mm-hmm. and him and Flexen were, you know, one and two basically. His injury happened. Then we ended up getting Tyler Anderson down the stretch. But I was kind of like, damn, I did like him, but I did know what Winker had did the year before. Suarez was the one that, and even with my eyes that I saw, I would go to there to spring training. I've been over to Goodyear. I've, you know, I go to Peoria every year. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was kind of like, ooh, well, let's just hope this Winker guy gets off. I understand. And like, I literally mm-hmm. did a 180. And yes, I could imagine how beloved he could be. I mean, we love this dude. You know, he's got the binoculars. Uh, <laughs> he's he's just a lot of fun. He's literally the man in the dugout. I mean, in the clubhouse. Uh, I know they say JP is, and this is Julio's team, but I think everything goes and stops, at least with the position players through Eugenio. Agreed. I mean, it's good vibes only. That's, that's all yeah. Eugenio, baby. I mean, like, he's just a good, nice guy who... He's just always positive. You need that guy around. You need someone who's just going to be like, it's going to loosen up the mood and just be like, yeah, come on. Good vibes only. Mm-hmm. And he provided that. What was so dis- what was so disappointing was when Winker left and went over to the Mariners. I was in shock of how bad of a season he had. And then also the end, how his teammates just hated him. It wasn't surprising to me because I go to the games in Anaheim and because of the way they play, I can usually sit right behind the dugout. I was there <laughs> during the, the brawl. I made it to the second part of the brawl. Missed the first oh, nice. part. I was there when the gum throwing happened. Uh, you know, all the good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have to say, you could kind of see the body language on Winker. Uh, not that I'm judging people on how they jog back to the dugout, but it, it was like that kind of stuff um, that kind of seemed, he didn't seem like always dialed in. He just a lot of gazing around, but I said, well, maybe that's just his laissez-faire, you know, attitude the way he has it. And that works for some people, but I think like, this is kind of like a hard nosed grinding team, or at least it was last year. And, you know, he had a few other guys in the dugout, but it was very strange that they just had him not around. I mean, he wasn't even in the dugout during the playoffs, which, you know, that's, that's not good. I mean, they, and then they said maybe it was because of his neck, but it was like, I'm sure there's things that you could wear somewhere you could sit and be around, but you never know. I mean, I'm not questioning him, but sure. He had two, he had a shoulder issue and a neck issue coming up with the team. Um, And so to get an extremely productive season out of him and then flip him for what we got uh, in retrospect, it's huge. It was huge for us to help jumpstart the rebuild. It was just surprising at the time. And it's also just disappointing. It didn't work out because, you know, he had, he never adjusted to the bigger ballpark. You could see those. There's like, I watched a highlight reel of his first like 15 swings or 15 hits. What would have been. And those, there were five in there that would have been homers, a great American. And you could see him. He was getting ready to pimp it. And then it's just like right at the warning track where it's like, Mm -hmm. he, he just was like, I I don't know what to do because that ballpark can kill power hitters and that's what he yeah, was and you've been to both ballparks so you've been in both ballparks obviously yeah. if you look at the dimensions you can tell you can tell by the climate it's this is not this is not a park to come and hit home runs in it unless you're hitting the big colossal shots 
you know, right. and Jesse Winker is a line drive, very good line drive hitter. When he's on, I won't go back and I watch his red highlights and it's like that player never really got activated. And you talk about a few of his first hits at the beginning of the year that you're like, Hey, that would have been out here in Cincinnati. There's even at the beginning of the year, he got like two home runs robbed from him. I think one was in Chicago and mm-hmm. uh, one was in New York. So, I mean, right off the bat, he just got a lot of bad luck. I remember talking yep. about him at the beginning going, this is a lot of bad luck, but that was last year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesse Winker. And I know some of my listeners are going to be like, you're talking about him, Myron. You swore you'd never bring his <laughs> name up again. Well, well you can blame I me, had, man. It's, a, it's my a, fault. I, we just wanted to know why we just wanted to know why. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, obviously the Luis Castillo trade was huge. In game two, we got to see a lot of parts of that trade. We got to see Novell Marte um, get his very first home run against the Mariners. We also saw yesterday the starter that was his major league uh, debut. Um, mm-hmm. That was a player to be named later. Um, you know, you're missing Castillo by one day, I believe, on this rotation. I'd really like to see him pitch against you guys. I did. I would have too, man. I mean, Luis was such a beast. And it was it, it. He was so great here, but looking at it now, he just fits in what Seattle does and what they do with their with their their pitching system. I mean, lots of spin, and his changeup is just so disgusting. It's the best in baseball. So you got somebody who his idea of how to pitch pairs with the philosophy that you have there, and it's like. Also, nice year rounds. You don't have to pitch in humidity constantly. And oh, right. I don't know. You can you can actually throw a ninety-seven mile an hour fastball up, and it's not going to leave the yard every time. Right. It, it 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 is a good fit. It is a good place for him to pitch. Also, I'm looking at you guys going like, where were you last year? The Mariners were kind of in that position of like, yeah, we should be going for it last year. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. had the big winning streak. We were just in a different place than you guys are now. But now I look at Marte on your guys' – playing third base for you guys next to De La Cruz, and I look at that left side of the infield, and I go, man, that now that's how you build a team. Because Marte, there was a lot of people upset about that, giving him up in that trade from the Seattle side. Would I do it again? Yes, because of where we're, where we're at right now. And we got – Luis to sign for five yeah. more years. So, you know, I, I really do like these trades that work out for both teams. You never want to be like, you fleece the guy because if you fleece somebody, they're probably not going to do business again. Right. And even with the Winker Eugenio trade, we didn't fleece you. You didn't have room for all of those dudes that you shipped over yeah. aside from Williamson and Phillips. But then if you look at the rest of like your guys' minor league system, it's stacked with young pitching. You know, it is. you wouldn't have been able to start woo. You wouldn't have been able to like get Miller, get, get him rolling early. Cause you had other guys developing in front of him. So mm-hmm. yeah, that worked out for both sides and you're getting Gino's production for still a really good price point. Like, yeah. And his defense has just been out of this world this year as well. That's been the main thing where the power production has been down. The strikeouts are still there. The RBIs are still there. The average is about where it's at. The, the trade-off right now this year, he played good defense last year, not taking that away from him, but mm-hmm. his defense has been so great. And the power hasn't been there. Um, a little bit of a little valley right now, but I know he's going to get out of it. And you mentioned we are deep in pitching. We also, I would say we're like 
so deep that we have, oh, what do we do? But we do have and had at the time this pipeline of these left fielders that are fast, that play good defense, mm -hmm. a little bit of pop. You know, we're talking about the Kelnicks, the Cade Marlowe's, the Fraley's mm -hmm. that, you know, like we have a, a Taylor Trammell who's down in our system. And then now you add Kenzo where you're like, okay, we have a lot of these, these like 250 guys that run the bases good and play defense as well. Not the thing I, we, the Mariners hang our hat on, but Jake Fraley, I, I really liked his game. What have you guys enjoyed him there? Yeah, a lot, actually. I mean, the Viking, I mean, he's just another, he's just become a clubhouse staple uh, and, and he's, he's right now he's dealing with a pressure fracture in his toe and he's just playing through the pain. Cause he said, I love these guys. I love this team. This is a special team. I can deal with the pain. Let's play through it. And it's like that guy rules. He gets it. Uh, you mentioned Taylor Trammell also started with the Reds. Oh, that's right. And then he went to the Padres briefly. Right. Mm -hmm. And then yep. to the Mariners, <laughs> he was a part of the, uh, the trade for America's sweetheart, Trevor Bauer. So Oof. Oh man, what what is baseball without that guy, right? You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. We don't. We have no I, idea. I forgot you guys had Trevor Bauer for for when, actually was he when he was with you guys? Is that when he threw the ball into the stands? He got traded the next uh, two days later from That's the guard. Right. Well, the from the the Cleveland franchise formerly known as the Indians. Then they traded him. Here and then that that was the night. Oh my god, remember that brawl? You might not that massive brawl between the Reds and Pirates where Amir Garrett yep. went and did the flying punch, and then Puig ran from right field and got into the squabble. Well, five minutes before that happened, they announced that the trade had happened. They announced that Puig, Puig had gotten traded to the guards for Bauer. That's right. And and then Puig had no idea, so he just ran out and just started just throwing fists, being the wild horse. And then gets suspended for three games <laughs> and has to serve him up in Cleveland. It was a pretty good deal. Cincinnati Red Bay on Fox Park Ohio is brought to you by Chevy. Check out our award winning lineup only on your three estate Chevy dealer. <laughs> and buy a skylight chili. Feeling's good. It's just kindly time. And of course, you know, we we got to talk about it in the 90s, 1999 or 2000, of course. Uh, probably how you felt about Winker and oh, there you go. Oh, my gosh. What is that? Is that dad and son bobbleheads? The, no, it's the dual combo Let's Griffey see. Mariners, Griffey. right? Griffey oh, Reds. That is amazing. So we are looking at a bobblehead of Ken Griffey Jr., in the teal sleeves, Ken Griffey Jr. in the red tops, white jersey. Wow, that that is amazing. So you got that at a game? Uh, I got this. I don't remember how I got this. Honest, I've I just have so many bobbleheads that are just given to me, and I don't know. People are like, "Do you want it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll collect." Yeah, whatever. Like I've got thirty bobbleheads in front of me, and uh, yeah, I, I just accumulate them. And I forget how I got this one. I did not go no, to that that's game an in amazing, 2016. That is an amazing bobblehead. Um, so when you guys got Griffey, I mean, to me, that was the – you take Castillo, how you felt about Castillo leaving. You take uh, Winker, Suarez, you throw them all into that. Those were your guys. I don't even know if that would add up to how I felt about that. Um, yeah. 
you know, at the time I'm like, we still got a rod who to know who would have known that he was, well, we all did that he was going to leave yeah. and become the guy he turned into, of course. But, um, man, uh, such a such a low day in Mariners history to me, even though there was good times after. How did it feel? I mean, you're a young guy probably when that happened. Um, well, let's paint the picture. What it's January of 2000. You know, yep. I'm 10 years old. I'm in the prime of like, I'm into baseball, baby. Right. This is awesome. And I'm into starting the big to stars. Yeah, I'm starting to remember games. Like it's all coming in, and like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm 33 now, but uh when it happened i was like hell yeah here we go the reds are back all i've heard about since i was a kid was the big red machine and all this stuff they did we just got ken griffey jr the best baseball player on the planet he's from cincinnati he's back and then his knees exploded and ruined my childhood <laughs> yeah him and frank thomas from the right side i think i've seen <sighs> those are the hardest home runs i've ever seen actually I take that back the hardest home run i ever saw kingdom randy johnson mark mcguire hit two in this one game but he hit the back of the kingdom which it was a deep shot which oh. was really really deep and the and it didn't like just kiss off the wall it hit it and shot back and <laughs> i don't know probably took some old lady out 